This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. This time yesterday, Libby was in conversation with you about the broad new measures outlined by the Provincial Transportation Minister to help keep pedestrians and cyclists safe. Today, we're beginning the conversation with the tragic news of an elderly woman, a pedestrian with a walker, who died after she was hit in the Broadview Mortimer area last evening. Police say she crossed mid-block, where there are no traffic lights, stop signs, or crosswalks. The pickup truck driver who was involved in the crash remained on the scene. No charges have been laid at this time. Now, residents in the area say many elderly pedestrians cross the road illegally rather than going to the light because the walk is too long. What about in your area? Do you need extra traffic lights and crosswalks? And if you do, have you tried to do something about it? Or are you wondering if there is anything you can do about it? We'd like to hear from you, 416-360-0740. Or 1-866-740-4740. Joining us on the line are Toronto City Councillors Mary Fragadakis, who represents the area where last night's fatal accident took place, and Ward 26 Councillor for Don Valley West, John Burnside. Welcome both. Hi. Hi, good afternoon. Mary, talk to us about the area where last night's accident happened. Is there any truth to what the residents are saying about a lot of people jaywalking there? Well, jaywalking is actually uh, an American uh, phenomenon. We don't actually have that in Ontario. You can cross the street. Um, I mean, I don't want to get into all of that, but it is, it's a tragedy. And people do cross there because there are a lot of elderly people that live in the Broadview and Mortimer area. Um, and there's a pharmacy um, across the street from uh, the series of apartment buildings on Broadview, just south of Mortimer. And many of the elderly often cross to go and get um, medication. So um, it's a sad uh, and tragic uh, event that took place last night on on Broadview Avenue, especially given that my mom is an elderly person that walks around the uh, neighborhood. So, you know, it really hits home for me. I lived in that neighborhood for about 16 years, um, and I know there, there there is no cross, is there, between Broadview and Danforth and Broadview and Mortimer? There's actually uh, two traffic lights uh, between Danforth and Mortimer, one at Pretoria and the other at Chester Hill. But um, again, it's just there's a lot of elderly people, uh, people who've lived in the neighborhood for a very long time. They've aged in their homes and um, they like the neighborhood. They're, you know, they know the, um, they have their doctors there, their church, their, you know, their family, their friends, and people don't want to leave. And, you know, the older they get, you know, that sometimes they're, um, you know, set in their ways and they, they have the same habits that they've always had. And so people have crossed there from one building to get to to the pharmacy on the east side of Broadview. So it's 
it's a question of habit. In your opinion, does that area need another crosswalk or another set of traffic lights? Would that assist the elderly people who uh, maybe are feeling like they can't make it all the way to the light to cross and then go all the way back to the pharmacy? Um we're going to talk. We've actually forwarded it already to staff. I often I meet monthly with um, transportation staff um, to discuss where pedestrian crossovers are needed, where traffic lights are needed. So this is a conversation that we're going to start to have again around Broadview and what is the appropriate configuration of Broadview. I know we have issues about the light, the timing of the traffic lights at Broadview and Mortimer that many people, um, you know, are concerned about. But uh, we're going to have a, a look again um, at the stretch of Broadview from Mortimer to to the Danforth um, with staff and see and see what they come back with. I mean, you know, we, we get a lot of people who are asking for pedestrian crossovers or the installation of. Uh, um, traffic lights at various intersections or um, or mid-block and so um, some of them we've um, installed on uh, different sections of Mortimer but we have and Councillor Burnside can speak to this we have an awful lot of people cutting through our neighborhoods on their way downtown and on their way back home mm-hmm. that introduces another dimension to the traffic um, in our neighborhoods so this is the reality for those of us that live kind of between the downtown and the suburbs that's right people use it as a shortcut uh, and a throughway, and they yeah. may be in that sort of mentality as well um, yeah, so cutting through our neighborhoods. They yes. like their neighborhoods to be a cul-de-sac, but they want to drive through other people's neighborhoods. We're already getting calls on this, but I do want to talk to Councillor Burnside first. Um, Councillor, you had a, a very well-publicized tragic accident take place in your ward three years ago, so you know all too well about the dangers pedestrians face in traffic. Well, absolutely, and unfortunately, sometimes these things are just, you know, by chance, and other times, there you know, there's there's certainly there's blame to be assessed, and there are things we can do. But unfortunately, in a lot of fatalities, um, the solution isn't always a pedestrian crossover or a, a traffic signal. Relive the the situation for us um, about seven year old Georgia Walsh and what happened to her three years ago. Well, it was just before. It was actually during the the campaign, so I wasn't the counselor at the time, but it was at a signalized intersection. The, believe it or not, the intersection itself had actually been narrowed so that the, the crossing distance for pedestrians was shorter than is, would normally be the case. She was crossing from, I'm going to say, uh, uh, east to west with the light. Uh, a gentleman in a, um, in a van uh, decided to, was trying to beat the light and make the turn on the red, and he didn't stop, and um, tragically he hit her and, and, and killed her. So, his only offense was, was failing to stop at a red light. Yeah. What, what has been done to improve traffic safety there, or was that just a one-off inc- horrible incident? Well, definitely a horrible, uh, horrible incident, incident that is still reverberating through the community. Um, the councillor, my, my predecessor, Councillor Parker, did have no turn on red signs installed. Uh, you know, my my argument is, I guess, something's better than nothing, but the, the reality is the person went through a red light. So there was already an yeah. offense committed. Right. And, um, you know, when you're at a signalized intersection, all the city had done all the right things. But unfortunately, a tragedy still occurred. Councillors Burnside and Fragadakis, uh, Zoomer radio listeners, want to get in on this conversation as well. Let's go to William in Toronto. Hi, William. You're on the air. Go ahead. Uh, two things very quickly. Uh, 
Uh, first, uh, Broadview is very well lit. And how? what excuses a pickup truck driver have for not seeing a lady crossing the, the street with a walker? There is no excuse. So he should not be driving because there's something wrong with his vision. Well, we've, um, Councillor Fragadakis, we've yet to hear uh, from the police uh, the final uh, investigation results on this. So we're making assumptions at this point. Yeah, I have not. I have not heard from the police officially. Like I was on my way home last night when when all of this happened. Um, so I did see the, the street cordoned off, but I have not had uh, an official conversation with 54 Division about their findings in the investigation. But. And certainly we will follow up on it as well here on Zoomer Radio News as soon as we get uh, the details from Toronto Police. It is easy to make assumptions, whether it's the pedestrian's fault, the driver's fault. Uh, but at the end of the day, Councillor Burnside, it's, it's the driver who has the weapon, not the pedestrian. Absolutely. And to, and to, your, to your caller's point, uh, it's a wide open street there, as, as I recall. And it's not like the, the, the victim was fast moving. So there are a lot of questions that still need to be answered. Um, on the flip side, um, if, you know, as a pedestrian, it is our lives that, that, that's in danger, and, and we need to, to be smart about it as well. We can't trust drivers not to be texting and driving or going the speed limit or, or paying attention. We have to, to make certain assumptions to protect ourselves. Absolutely. Bill in East York, go ahead. You're on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Yeah, there was one comment about people taking uh, side cuts through our communities and uh, shortcuts. Yes. Well, you know what? When you build bike lanes, that's what you create. And then the councillors will go and they'll install speed bumps at $25,000 a pop. So most of the problems they create themselves, number one. Number two, I'm at uh, Cedarville here in Cosburn. Mm -hmm. A woman was killed there a year and a half ago at the crosswalk. Numerous people have been hit there. And you know what? They've done nothing about it. I've contacted Janet Davis. I've contacted the police. I want radar there to slow the cars down to make them aware. And you know what? They do nothing about it. People die, get killed out there, and the city council is all they do is is nothing. Uh, how do you both feel when you hear comments like that? He's speaking specifically to Councillor Davis, but it's it's an accusation, a criticism of Toronto City Council as a whole. Uh, Councillor Fragadakis? Um, I know that there is was on the agenda in July um, uh, uh, the installation of lights to go at the uh, intersection of Cedarville and Cosburn, and it did not get dealt with. Unfortunately, we uh, had the passing of, of a colleague, and the council... Um, ended abruptly and that agenda item did not get dealt with but that item is actually on the agenda now in October should have been passed in July but didn't get dealt with and I know that Councillor Davis has has been working on that Um, I support and have voted in favor of um, traffic lights at Cedarville and Cosburn because I often go to the Memorial Arena and that is like a really treacherous intersection. Mm -hmm. People run through that pedestrian crossover um, all the time. Lewis in Toronto, go ahead. You're next on Fight Back. Hello. Hi, go ahead. Uh, I really believe that uh, people in Canada here, um, especially in the big cities, they have too many things in their minds like mortgages and problems at home whatever and it's happened to me like you know I, I stop at a, a red light and then all of a sudden something pops in my mind and I hit the gas and I'm going through a red light and then I got to back up again uh, that's the way I feel and it's also 
pedestrians, a lot of them don't really care. They don't look left or right like they used to in the old days. When I was a kid, I used to do that. I used to even stick my finger out at one time, you know, to, like, stop traffic, more or less what you call it. Right. Uh, I don't, I really, I, I don't know what to tell you. Now, if you go back, you might think I'm crazy, but if you go into these old movies uh, where there were more or less students on days off, whatever, that would help people cross the walks, cross the light. I don't see that no more. Um, I know that in Europe, they still have that kind of thing going, but here in Canada or U.S., forget about it. Councillor Burnside, would you like to comment? Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't want to comment in, in regards to last night situation because I don't have enough facts, but talking about pedestrians in general, um, quite often I would agree that a lot of times pedestrians will just cross the road. They won't, make, they won't even attempt to make eye contact with drivers. And that's what I was always taught as a kid. Make eye contact. Make sure that they see you. Uh, because to my earlier point, you just can't, uh, you can't trust drivers to be paying attention these days. But I wanted, can I just go back and I want to talk about the, uh, the Councillor Davis um, and enforcement. As councillors, unfortunately, we can't direct the police to, in, uh, to perform enforcement. Uh, they have two traffic officers for any given division. They're woefully understaffed in terms of traffic enforcement. The good news is photo radar is coming, so we will be addressing those issues uh, in the very near future. And, and just a final question here, um, I'll ask you, Councillor Fragadakis. Mm-hmm. In, in your neighbourhood, if, if you're sort of, if there's a momentum building amongst neighbours uh, to try to get a crosswalk in, what kind of process do you need to go through to see some results at City Hall? Well, I've already been in contact with a, a woman who lives on Broadview who is going, we're working with her on a petition. She wants to go around and collect signatures to have a crosswalk installed in front of the pharmacy um, or just north uh, before Neilon Avenue um, at Broadview. So something's happening as we speak right now with somebody who uh, unfortunately was a witness uh, yesterday evening to um, to the tragedy. So even just calling your counsellor uh, without even the support of other neighbours might get things going? Yeah, we started. She's going to go around and, I mean, she's contacted me immediately and wants a petition, wants to go around, collect them. I mean, there's a process by which, it, you know, this goes through the, the system here at City Hall in terms of first going to community council and then on to council. And sometimes this this takes a, a period of a couple of months until it makes it through the cycle. But uh, somebody has already reached out as of um, before 9 a.m. this morning, and, and my staff and I are, are in touch with her and, and working with her and getting staff to eventually also investigate the whole of Broadview to look at at what could be done for other um, improvements and to address safety concerns and and I know I know staff are always trying to make um, improvements uh, to the road conditions. And I know that we have a Vision Zero initiative, which I think is a great start. Councillors Mary Fragadakis and John Burnside, thanks for spending time with us here on Zoomer Radio. You're welcome. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.